Hello and welcome to another episode of Bible Podlets. I'm Jason. And I'm Kylie. We're so happy that you've joined us. Bible Podlets is a Bible study and discussion podcast for all ages, which works equally well at home or in children's groups at church. We encourage you to listen together and to pause the episode if you can, so that you're able to talk about the stories and the questions that will come up. And to help you, all of the activity and discussion questions for this and all of our other episodes can be downloaded from the resources area of our website, bdeducation.org.uk. Kylie, what's that noise? This noise? Why don't you try and guess? No, I don't, I don't know. Sounds a bit like kind of a beanbag, something like that. Uh, guess again. Um, do the noise. Is it like a rattle? (laughs) Not quite. These are my new letter tiles because I just love playing word games like Scrabble. So I bought them to help me do that. And there's all sorts of different things that we can play with them. Oh, cool. Like what? Well, as there's two of us, I thought we could have a word battle. So I'll pick out 12 random letter tiles out of the bag, and then we can allow ourselves 60 seconds to write down as many different words as we can using those letters. And whoever finds the most words wins the battle. That might be fun. And I think anyone listening along with us at home or in their groups at church, they can play along with us too. So I'm going to pick out 12 letters. So you're going to need to make a note of these, Jason. Are you ready? Yes. First one, the letter F, F for Freddy. The letter O for orange. E for egg. P for papa. R for rabbit. N for November. I for igloo. K for Kevin. A for apple. C for cat, G for giraffe, and then last one, T for Tommy. So it's as many words as you can. As many different words made up of those letters. And we've got 30 se- uh, 60 seconds. Okay. We're not going to do a whole minute right now. But if you do want to have a nice ticking timer sound effect for when you do it at home, then the full minute timer is available at the end of the podcast. Three, two, one, go. Went too fast. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. How many did you get? How many did I get? I got one, two, three, four, five, six. 10. Oh, you got more than me. I got eight. Oh, <laughs> okay. So shall I read out my eight and then you can read out your 10? Yeah, I'll, I'll mm. tick off the ones. So I got cake. Whoa, I did not get that. <laughs> that was the first one that I got. Uh, goat. Toe. Gate. Frog. Tone. Kit and crop. I didn't get any of those. Oh, interesting. Let's see what you got then, Jason. <laughs> Ten other words. Okay, I got cat. Yeah. Can. 
Han. Uh, four, as in F O R E. Yeah. Pan. Ran. Not. And then I got not with a K. Yeah. I got nope. And forge. Oh, that was a great word battle. Well done. Shall we go again, though? Well, it's time for our new story, so I think round two is going to have to wait. Okay. You'll never guess what, though, Jason. What? Today's new story is all about a battle. So let's listen to it now and find out what happened. I'm Judy Doody. Today, the tree is real, the battle is real, and the outcome is final. Welcome to Judgy Judy Doody. I'm here to catch up with Israel's favourite judge and prophetess, Deborah, who made a curious career decision in the last week by accompanying Barak into battle against local military powerhouse Sisera and his great army. This is a big change from Deborah's normal routine where she famously sits under her date palm tree and settles disagreements between people in the community as well as leading the people in worship and being a messenger for God. Deborah is here with me now. Thank you for joining me. You're welcome. So what led you to this change of direction? What leads anyone onto a new path? Is it even a new path? Am I not just doing what God says? Why are you answering my questions with more questions? Don't questions lead to answers? Stop answering my questions with questions. Are you okay? Do you need to talk about it? No, I'm fine. So, why did you go into battle with Barak? He asked me to go with him. I know it might seem like an unusual decision, as it's not what I normally do, but I trust God, so I went. But I did say to Barak, when we were victorious, he wouldn't get the credit, instead of one would. He didn't seem to mind, so we gathered 10,000 men and marched to Mount Tabor. So, what happened at the battle? How did you win? I mean, Sisera's army were far better equipped. They had chariots. Isn't it obvious? It was God. Okay, first of all, stop with the questions. Second of all, I think you mean in your opinion. No, I don't. God won the battle. He said he would deliver Sisera and his army into our hands. And that's exactly what happened. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. God sent the rain to burst the riverbanks, which caused Sisera's chariots to get stuck in the mud and his army to panic. They ran away. We, would, we defeated them all. God made sure that we won the battle. In your opinion, I heard Sisera managed to escape. What happened to him? Sisera did escape for a little while, but he was defeated by a woman as predicted. Ah, didn't you say it was God who defeated him? I've got you. In your opinion, maybe. No, Sisera ran away, but he soon became tired and stopped in a tent belonging to a couple called Jael and Hebra. He thought they were allies. After giving him milk and a blanket, Jael took a tent peg and a hammer and killed Sisera with them whilst he was sleeping. Although God had used Jael to defeat Sisera, it was all down to him using people that were willing to listen and to obey him. 
The glory is all his. That is how God won the battle for us. Well, we'll agree to disagree then. There you have it, the story of how God won the battle for the Israelites against Sisera's army. But I don't think it'll hold up in court. I'm Judy Doody and I'll judge you again next time. What a remarkable story there. We're going to talk together about what we've heard and ask some questions and would encourage you to pause the podcast if you can and talk about your answers together. At the time of today's story, the Israelites were living in the land of Canaan, which was ruled over by King Jabin. King Jabin treated the Israelite people really badly, so they cried out for God to help them. This was where we're introduced to one of Israel's judges called Deborah. And we're going to jump straight in with our first question. Who was Deborah and why was she important? The question again, who was Deborah and why was she important? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. Deborah was a prophetess. Do you remember what a prophet or prophetess is from when we talked about it in our Miriam episode? A prophet or prophetess is someone that God speaks to, normally through dreams or visions, and it's their job to share God's messages with people. The Bible also tells us that Deborah sat under a tree, listening to and settling arguments between the Israelites. A bit like a judge does nowadays in court. Ah, the title of the book uh, in the Bible this story comes from is Judges. That makes a lot of sense now, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. And not only was Deborah a prophet and a judge, she also led people in the worship of God. Wow, she certainly was important. And as we've mentioned before in Bible Podlets, it's very unusual to see a woman in a position of such responsibility in the Old Testament times. I guess that's what makes her our unlikely hero for today. That's right, Jason. So, Deborah is sitting under her tree one day when she calls for a man called Barak to come and speak with her at once. Barak was a warrior and leader of many soldiers. We've arrived at our next question. What did Deborah say to Barak? The question again, what did Deborah say to Barak? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. Deborah said that God wanted to use Barak to free the Israelite people. And so the Lord was sending him into battle against King Jabin's army. Barak was instructed to take with him 10,000 men from the tribes of Naphtali and Zebulun. Deborah said that Barak should march his soldiers to the bottom of Mount Tabor, where God would bring King Jabin's army, led by his general, to fight them. His general was called Sisera. Who? Sisera? I don't think that's it. Sisera? Nearly. Sisera? Sisera. Sisera? There you go. But sound less like a snake. Okay, so Sisera. Yay! Hey! 
the general of the army was going to be there at the battle. Yes, but Barak said that he would only go into battle if Deborah would come with him. Here's our next question. Why do you think Barak asked Deborah to come with him into battle? The question again. Why do you think Barak asked Deborah to come with him into battle? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. Barak may have been scared to go into battle against Sisera because of the Midianites' reputation for being very aggressive towards their enemies. The Midianite army was also bigger and they had chariots too, which Barak's men didn't have. But Barak might have wanted his whole army to feel more confident about the battle by having Deborah there to reassure them. Often, people feel encouraged to face difficulties when they have someone they respect and look up to alongside them. So Deborah agrees to go into the battle with Barak, but she warned him that when they won, he would not get credit for the victory. Instead, the honour would go to a woman. So, Barak gets 10,000 men and they all go to Mount Tabor, as instructed ready to fight. Sisera hears of this and takes his army to meet them by the Kishon River at the bottom of the mountain. They go into battle and as we heard in our new story, the Lord helps Deborah, Barak and the Israelite soldiers to win. We've reached our next question for today. How did God help the Israelites defeat Sisera's army? The question again, How did God help the Israelites defeat Sisera's army? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to move on. As Sisera and his army's chariots charged into battle, God caused them to panic in front of Barak's army, which made them easier to defeat. In Deborah's song in Judges chapter 5, She mentions that the Kishon River confronted Sisera's army and people believe that God brought rain that caused the river to flood, causing the enemy's chariots to get stuck in the mud. Because of their panic and because their chariots were stuck, Sisera and his army decided to run away. The Israelites chased them down and defeated them, but Sisera escaped. Sisera ran and ran until he found a tent which was the home of a man called Heber and his wife Jael. Heber and his family were at peace with King Jabin, so Sisera thought they could protect him. Here's our last question for today. What happened when Sisera reached Heber and Jael's tent? The question again. What happened when Sisera reached Heber and Jael's tent? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. Jael went out and invited Sisera to hide in the tent whilst he rested. Sisera asked for some water, but instead Jael gave him some milk. She agreed to lie to anyone who came looking for him and Sisera went to sleep because he was exhausted from all the running. But instead of protecting Sisera, Jael took a tent peg and a hammer and snuck up to him as he slept. She then used the tent peg and the hammer to kill Sisera. Well, 
that isn't what we normally use tent pegs for, is it? Definitely not. So please do not try this at home, okay, friend? After this, Barak arrives at the tent. Jail goes out to meet him and showed him that Cicero was dead. So, what the Lord had said to Deborah was true. God had given the Israelites victory over Cicero's army and the credit would go to a woman. But it wasn't Deborah, it was Jael. Yep, well I guess we got two unlikely heroes in one story. We certainly did. Deborah's story teaches us that God doesn't need to use us, but he chooses to use us, even if we don't think we have the gifts, talents or the relevant training for the job. We just need to be willing to listen to God and trust him, just like Deborah was. Deborah had no battle experience, but she went with Barak because she trusted in God's plan. God asks everyone to do something for him. Are you willing to trust him or are you unwilling or maybe even scared to trust God and do the things that he asks you to do? If you are, learn from Deborah's example and know that you can trust in God's plan for you. You can pray and ask God to help you with this. And if you're not sure how to do that, you can ask your adult to help you. You know, it's funny how out of all the things that Barak could have chosen to take with him into battle, he chose a person, Deborah. I know. And you would have thought when he already had an army of 10,000 men, he might have picked something else. A helmet maybe, or an extra sword? Well, I guess when you have God on your side, those things are kind of pointless when he has already promised you the victory. Oh, that just made me think. I've got a great game we could play. Uh, so we can each take turns in saying, I went into battle and I took, and then we have to finish the sentence by saying something ridiculous. So we'll see who can come up with the funniest suggestions. And you can play along at home too, if you like. Should I start? Yeah, yeah, go and start. I went into battle and I took a soap on a rope. <laughs> Cleanliness is important. Yeah, and it could also double as a weapon. That it could. <laughs> Which side would you use, the face side or the bum side? <laughs> Just wave it around and see which one hits. Uh, I went into battle and I took a Scrabble set. Just what you need. I went into battle and I took a whoopee cushion. Very effective. Yeah, just make all the enemy laugh. Uh, I went into battle and I took an inflatable bouncy castle. Mmm. Well, I went into battle and I took something inflatable too. And it was an inflatable tiara. <laughs> and I'll tell you why I took it. Because on the packet it said emergency inflatable tiara. <laughs> in battle, there's going to be some sort of emergency. So just what you need. I went into battle and I took seven green M&Ms. Why seven? Why not? <laughs> okay. Peanut or regular? Peanut, of course. Okay, yeah, I'm with you on that. Well, I went into battle and I took an air freshener. What scent? Cotton fresh. Because it's going to be like sweaty out there. <laughs> so. Uh, I went into battle and I took a pair of headphones, you know, because it can get quite loud <laughs> and you, you don't want to hurt your ears. And you might just want some tunes on. Exactly. <laughs> 
all, all those epic movie fight scenes have some uh, some nice music in the background. You need to pump yourself up. Yeah, for motivation. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant idea. Well, even though some of the things that we chose to take into battle sounded funny and even strange, I guess one of our unlikely heroes today, Jail, managed to use the unusual things that God had provided, her hammer and tent peg, to defeat Cicero. It reminds us to safeguard with what we have and not worry about what we don't have. I wonder how I would safeguard with seven green M&Ms. <laughs> you can think on that one. <laughs> I, I will have to think about it. <laughs> So what was the funniest thing that you at home decided to take into the battle with you? And how did you get on with our word battle earlier on in the episode? You can tell us via our social media accounts. We are on Facebook at BDBE Updates and on Twitter at BDBV. And you can find all of our previous episodes of Bible Puddits and free discussion notes for each of those to use in children's group at church on our website at bdeducation.org.uk. Well, that's all from us for this episode, but we hope to see you again next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Bible Podlets. It was a Blackburn Diocese Board of Education production. It was written by David Harris and Sarah Earnshaw and produced by David Harris. It was voiced by Sarah Earnshaw, Lindsay Wright and David Harris with additional voices by Helen Sage. Bible Podlets is a free resource. For more resources, connect with us on social media, on Facebook at BDBE Updates, on Twitter at BDBOV, or on our website, bdeducation.org.uk. Hang on a minute. There's definitely something funny going on here like what well i've noticed that in every episode of bible podlets you two have different names i don't know what you're talking well, about I, mean, I, don't I don't know, know. Hmm. there's definitely a reason for it and i'm sure there's a link but what could it be we'll leave you to ponder on that one perhaps our listeners can help if you can connect the dots and guess the thing that links the names that our presenters have used in this series, you can be in with a chance of joining me on the news in a future episode of Bible Podlets. You can get in touch via our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, babes, at BDBE Updates and on Twitter at BDBE. So get your thinking caps on, hands. And tell me what you believe the link is between their names each week. <laughs>